Welcome to the Hall of Heroes podcast with your hosts, Jared Bachman Stubbs and Spencer Simpson. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie? Empire Strikes Back? Jesus, Tony, how old is this guy? I don't know, I didn't carbon date him, he's on the young side. Fuck Batman. You ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Lobo. Oh, it's on. <laughs> Let the good times roll. And welcome back, everyone, to the Hall of Heroes podcast. I am your host, Jared Bachman Stubbs. And joining me, as always, is my co-host with the co-most, Spencer Simpson. Perhaps not joining as always. Um, I wasn't able to make it on this past week due to my work schedule, but uh, Travis is our our new trusted, reliable friend, and yes. he was happy to continue in his in other stead. Other yeah. co-host with the co-most. And his... Oh, nice. Ear rape. That was... Just a, cracking one open with the boys. <laughs> it's oh, a got, diet code red. I got me a Coke. Clink me, boy. Clink. clink. I also have a code red. Oh, clink. 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 Clink's clink. all around. Nice. Cheers, boys. Cheers. To a very successful Steel City Con, which we are coming off the heels of. Coming back home yesterday, Spencer and I um, had a great time. Thank you to anybody who stuck their heads over to the booth. Uh, nothing but good things from Scotland, indeed. Indeed. Nothing but good things from uh, Scotland. We uh, – lots of – so since this is Hall of Heroes, we can talk more extensively about Cookie Cop on here, I feel. Yes. Um, <laughs> Cookie Cop became the most amazing accidental marketing ploy we've ever had. Yeah. Like, the spirits are with us. Yes. The amount of people who came up to the booth and just oogled at Cookie Cop and went, the what fuck is, is that? that? Um, and then we got to say, well, <laughs> like, like not we listen to. Not at the several hockey masks from Friday the 13th. Not the giant poster of Friday the 13th Vengeance. Not the bloody machetes. Not the bloody machetes. Just the, the autographed actual, real machete. None of the. What the like, fuck is actual, this cookie jar? None of the actual horror things on that booth were. Like remotely haunted, but Cookie Cop was. What was? How, how did you put it exactly to some of the people who came I by? Think, I think I said, I just find it so bizarre that of all of this actual horror merchandise, the most paranormal thing on this table is the Cookie Cop. Yeah, that was what it was. <laughs> and it wasn't inaccurate. No, no not by totally a long shot. Accurate. I don't think he went off on his own at any point. No, no, no. He he was a little coy. At, yeah, Comic Con. He was just he you know he was he was just kind of mean mugging you know. Yeah. Um. No, he had a great time. He raised a considerable amount of money for uh, Shriners Children Hospital. Uh, like I said on do back discussion. Thank you for everyone who yes, supported thank you us so much um, and bought some Friday the Thirteenth Vengeance merch. Um, we're really grateful to you all and for supporting the project and also the charity that we decided to, or that the network decided, um, it wasn't even us, was it? It was the vengeance production team, wasn't it? I think it was, I think it was vengeance's production team and also TJ's mentioned partnering with that charity before. So that either might've been a meeting of the minds of like the Gore and more people and vengeance, but regardless Friday the 13th, Vengeance. Be sure to check that out at the end of the month. And check out Shriners Children's Hospital. Make a donation if you can. Um, yeah, raised a lot of money. Uh, met lots of cool people. 
uh hopefully have some new listeners i know we will have some of our cosplay friends finally start right, listening because right. um, i know i think a couple cookie cop stories won some people over um here's hoping right yeah uh hopefully i didn't get scared for nothing yeah <laughs> <laughs> it will all be worth it in the end so travis, travis how was your very first convention uh, it was quite enjoyable between just seeing the love that people have for this kind of media and getting to meet ray park was a huge hoot. Uh, <laughs> if there's one thing it did fail me on, though, I was looking for a Green Lantern ring. Which you should be able to find at a comic Spencer, convention. Spencer was more upset about like, this than me. Travis is disappointed, but I'm genuinely angry. Yeah. Like, we scoured this Comic-Con for the better part of an hour yeah. looking for a Green Lantern ring. And the we only found, one that we found was, like, four sizes too small for Travis. Yeah. It, like, I put it on my finger the whole way thinking I'd be able to get it off. Mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> like, we had to oil up my you finger. you have enough yeah, willpower like, to get it like, off. We Travis, Travis is like, Spencer, I think this is legit stuck on my finger. I gave it a go. And almost immediately, I was like, yeah, bro, that suck. Yeah. So we're just like, <laughs> you're a really, Green Lantern now. Yeah. Just, like, you're doing very, this. We're just like very shyly, very humbly asking the guy at the booth, like, um, hey, we're really sorry about this, but can you unstick yeah. Travis's? Like, you can, I need you to unring me. <laughs> I need you to unring me, Walter. You can see, like, the bruise left on my knuckle. Oh shit! I thought genuinely I was gonna have to dislocate my finger. It was it was like, bad. I I thought I was gonna have to break it at the knuckle to get this ring off. It was a problem. Uh, but we oiled up my finger, got it off. Uh, continued to scour the the convention to no avail. No one else had rings, so Amazon it is. <laughs> Unfortunately, you better unbird me right now. That's it. I'm not playing with you. Unbird. I'm raising my voice. I, I probably should shouldn't be raising my voice at you. I need, I need you to unbird me, Walter. Real quick, it disappoints me. I feel like such an idiot for it. All of our coverage of Spider-Man: Far From Home, we never actually talked about that. And oh, the fact no, that no, all no, of us no. thought that the funniest <laughs> thing that happened this year is I need you to unbird me Walter. from Spies in Disguise. Whenever TJ and I went over to the Monroeville uh, Mall, the way theirs is set up is like when you go in, like there's like a movie theater inside of the mall and like Westmoreland, which is yeah. like behind it. That's how uh, it is out in the good old city of Toledo, Ohio, that just apparently had a massacre recently. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to take the piss out of any political figures you can't remember fucking cities. Um, <laughs> leave that be. It's not our beat. Um, but uh, they. <laughs> They had a Spies in Disguise poster, like, because they, they had, like, pillars with digital posters yeah. in it. And I walked by, and I saw it, and I gasped, and TJ's like, what's wrong? And I was like, I just really loudly went, I need you to unbird me. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? Unbird me, Walter. Um, so I was laughing about that. I forgot to send it to you guys. Uh, but yeah, there's lots of fun. I'm glad you had a good time. Um, I know we all enjoyed our company dinner at Burgatory after oh, the convention yeah. on Saturday. It was yeah, so that was my first ever company dinner. Right? I've like, never been it part that. of like a quote unquote company before. I've had like odd jobs here and there doing gardening and landscaping, but I've never had a company dinner. 
And it was like, I wasn't going to go. I wasn't going to go until somebody called it a company dinner. <laughs> it, was like, it was like already nine o'clock by that point. Oh, yeah. We were right. home from Comic-Con. I was like, I don't know. Kind of don't want to spend money. Kind of don't want to be out that late. But then somebody was like, and it's so cool that we're all going to company dinner. I was like, that's it. I'm going. I got to gotta, gotta hit that company dinner at Burgatory. Like, especially mid-dinner TJ was like, all right, one thing you want to change about the company. Yeah, he like, was one like addition you want to make. Topic, talking strategy. Like, and It was yeah, so, I was, I it was was so sweet. Like, it, it was, was a so lot cool. of fun, yeah. I don't know if it was the uh, granddad's secret in me talking or what it was, but I... I didn't like mean to go full Patreon. Like I, every time he and I talk about that kind of thing, which you know, hopefully that's a thing in the near future that we have a Patreon for the shows. But I was meaning like, this is what we need to do. Yeah, Patreon you, you content like, and like triaged it like down him the business. <laughs> um, it was lots of fun. Tune in to like the at the very least like the first fifteen twenty minutes of do back discussion to listen to our saga with uh, Ray Park. Um, what a guy! What a guy! Such energy, the most positive, chaotic energy ever. Um, absolutely love him. Uh, Spencer, you have any Comic Con stories to get into before we hop into Hall of Heroes here? Anything you want uh, to talk about? I mean, not especially. Just beyond the fact that I had my debut outing in my new oh, yeah. Superman this is the garb. Best pod to talk about that. Um, yeah, because yeah, I hit upon it in Dubak and I filed it away. Like you know, this you got to talk about this on your you know comic book podcast. <laughs> but um, yeah, thanks again to Jared and Joel um, for making that happen for me. And I like I do I I think I look pretty all right. You I look, look pretty great. good you as a Superman. Fantastic. Like I don't want to do that whole toot the horn thing no you have every but, right to you made an like, amazing superman it's a great suit and it fits me pretty well and i'm i'm feeling it you know i might have to stuff a little tissue paper in the toe of the boots just to keep myself from sliding around so much whenever i'm doing my you know superhero thing but we got some cool pictures on like a yeah. elevated parking lot it's like 30 or 40 feet up off the ground so you can get the the illusion of a, a city looking over a skylight a right yeah so it's pretty cool. Um, I'll do this again at the end of the episode. But if you want to see me in it, check out my Instagram, Spence Man Cosplays. Just, you know. Yeah, we're going to team up it. with uh, Corey from Gore and Moore and everything to uh, and jerk the curtain to get some really, really. Some nice edits. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, we still need to give him a scan of our the oh, three of us Park. with Ray Park so he can put in some lightsabers. Cause you like, lightsaber. between, between you want to like, hold the hilt with me? Yeah. <laughs> That's the best part oh, of that yeah, picture. Hold, hold it, hold it with me. <laughs> it's like your smile. Like I need yeah. to reply to Matt on the Facebook post to be like, you don't understand. This isn't Travis trying his best. This is Ray Park sprung this on him as the picture was being taken. It's yeah. like not only it, has he been recently validated for wearing V-necks, but also Ray Park has invited him to hold a saber hilt with him like it's and it's, he's doing yeah. like the full ninja cobra pose and he's holding this lightsaber reverse grip in front of us and he's like come on come on hold it with me you know travis was just gonna like stand you know somewhat i was trying to show off and the shirt rep, and rep was... the the mall shirts that we had made for for his arrival yeah but which like, you can still order on rt public come on hold it please do hold it with me it was so funny it's like we all have like such pure smiles in that picture. I know. Yeah. When I was looking at it, I was like, these are happy people. These are happy people. I love it. It's that Ray Park energy, man. 
<laughs> Big Park Energy. That's a shirt. BPE. Big Park Energy. It's just a picture of him giving the big old smile. Yeah. <laughs> Hold the hit with me. I've not been drinking, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, you want some okay. of my whiskey? So my fucking hand sanitizer. Um, all right. So with that, uh, again, thank you to everybody who uh, stopped by the booth. And uh, um, thank you for to Cookie Cop for all the souls we had to sacrifice to you. And with that, I think we can hop right into this show this week. Yeah, I think so. Um, so our first story from the week comes from Hollywood Reporter. <laughs> story broke. Two hours after we finished recording last week, it happens. <laughs> it, yep. it happens when you when you get into it, it we just deal with it. DC's so, the worst about it. Everything DC comes out Tuesday. It's yeah. awful. Yeah. So this is uh, again from Hollywood Reporter. Andy Serkis closes deal to direct Venom Two. Uh, the actor turned filmmaker will be tackling his first comic book movie as Helmer. Andy Serkis is officially stepping into Venom's goo. Kind of gross, but okay. <laughs> the filmmaker has closed Ugh. a deal to direct Venom 2, Sony's sequel to the 2018 film that grossed $856 million at the global box office. The sequel part of the company's stable, stable of Spider-Man-related and comic-centric characters will once again star Tom Hardy as the journalist who joins with the alien symbiote. Circus flew to L.A. the week of July 22nd to meet with Sony Brass on the project and was one of several filmmakers in the mix for the job. Uh, this will be Andy Circus's third directorial effort after 2017's Breathe and last year's uh, Mowgli Legends of the Jungle. Uh, goes on to say how Circus got his rise to... Uh, the big screen, namely through his CGI characterizations, uh, through Gollum and in the what's the uh, Planet of the Apes yeah. franchise, Caesar, yeah. <clears throat> and finally, we got to see him as his actual face. Well, first of all, one of my favorite movies, The Prestige. He's like a little henchman for Nikola Tesla yeah. in that movie. Really underrated movie, I think. <clears throat> but anywho that's the that's the magician movie right yeah with uh -huh. oh i love that movie yeah it's got i love it, that movie the, so much the all-star lineup for that yeah. movie is insane hugh jackman christian bale, christian bale michael Caine, scarlett johansson andy circus uh fucking bowie's in that too right? david freaking yeah. bowie yeah. yeah is in that movie too and the one um i the one girl i can't remember the name even, of from iron man 3 um What's her name? The, who does she play in Iron Man 3? She's the, the, uh, the extremist The extremist Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. I can't remember yeah. the actress's name. But like an absolute all-star lineup for this movie. But it's always been one of my faves. But then we got to see Andy Serkis's MCU debut as Ulysses Claw. And I've absolutely loved him so much. Fun fact, he actually did a lot of the mocap for the Hulkbuster fight. Did he really? That yeah. doesn't surprise yeah, me. He mocaps Hulk a lot in Age of Ultron. That doesn't surprise me at all. I just love, What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. It's just like, I don't know why, but it has, it's just like, a guy's about to be interrogated by a CIA agent, and he's just singing, What is love? I really do hope Baby, we get some like pre-Black <laughs> Panther something where we get to see more of Claw. Oh my gosh. I was so sad to see 
I yeah. mean, it, it made sense for the plot, and I wasn't oh, yeah. upset in that regard. But like, I just love seeing Andy Circus on stage. He, he milked it. He's any scene he was in in Black Panther and it. Age of Ultron, he, he really steals he, the show. He's like that little gif of a raccoon that like creeps up on the on the cat fit like the cat food bowl, and then just like grabs a handful, runs off. If the police coming straight from the underground, have you ever seen that? That's <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite memes ever. Like, oh, it's so good. But anywho. Uh, Kelly Marshall wrote the script for Venom 2. Ruben Fleischer helmed 2018's film. Uh, and the sequel, uh, oh, the sequel featured, well, to them, sorry. The last film featured a cameo last minute, uh, by Woody Harrelson <laughs> as Cletus Cassidy, aka Carnage. And it There's gonna like... be Carnage. That's another <laughs> one we gotta put on the soundboard. <laughs> I was also gonna do the What is Love, Baby Don't Hurt Me. Yeah, both of those need to be on there. Nice little clips. But anywho, um, it looks like based on the involvement with Woody Harrelson in the production process, as well as the end credit scene from Venom 1, uh, we are going to have a movie that is Venom vs. Carnage. So, Without fucking Spider-Man. That? Thoughts on that? I... I'll let you go first. You've seen the movie. <laughs> he has too, now, yeah, unfortunately. Finally. I'm um, the odd man out. Unfortunately. Yeah, you're... Be lucky. You're lucky. Um, I enjoyed it. Hey, you like, guys didn't wrong, watch Titans. I don't want the, to hear it for the wrong reasons. But I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, no, no. I laughed I, my I way. That. I laughed my ass I, off through the whole movie. It was, it was unironically funny, and it was like I wasn't definitely not supposed to be, but like <laughs> I just love Tom Hardy and and his yeah. delivery with some of these lines and the way he interacts like with himself quote unquote yeah with venom yeah it's just like so hilarious he's like oh my gosh i can't it's it's almost it's almost um come on spider-man it's almost um goodness gracious i'm ashamed mcu spider-man actor's name tom holland tom holland thank you i kept i kept thinking like tom ha i and there there are times where i corrected myself because i was about to say hardy in my brain there are times where I th- always think like Tom Hiddleston, and I'm like, no, no, the other Tom H that's British, yeah, you know, Tom, like, Tom Hiddleston. Oh uh, uh, no, uh, that's that's not it. Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. Wait, no, wait, no, no, nope. no. <laughs> Tom Holland. So it it almost had like this Peter interacting with himself in a brand new like in Homecoming yeah, Karen, when yeah. he's like, oh my gosh, I didn't know we could do that. You know, like, oh my, that's so cool, Ricochet Web. It's like it's almost that kind of a. You know, just he's vibing with himself, except with a little bit more like, oh, my gosh, what did we just do? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. We just ate that lobster. I know. That is the best it's part of the so, whole fucking movie. That is it's not supposed to be as funny as it is, but I just ate it up. I was rolling in the I theaters. I ate it up. And <sighs> what what I would love to see from this movie is have them harness a similar energy but do it in a way that makes it seem like it's on purpose because they got away. Like I read the reviews for this movie. I was expecting to really not like it, but I was surprised just from like, Oh my gosh, this is kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And if they can write the script to that feeling and be like, Tom, whatever you did in the last film, do it again. The, I, I might really actually enjoy it. I didn't want that from a Venom movie. And I don't know. Maybe it was because like – maybe it was because it was mismarketed. 
Because if you go back and watch the trailers for the first Venom, it feels like body horror. It feels yeah. like it's going to be a body horror monster flick. Right. And what you get is a buddy cop movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and we all know it doesn't want to be a buddy cop movie. Yes, and we all know one of Jared's least favorite things in cinema are grossly misleading trailers. I don't, I can't, I like that. That pissed me off so much. Like I went in there with like, and like the way like the different scenes are spliced together. Like my biggest thing is, um, he's like, okay, but only the bad people. We can't hurt good people. We can't hurt good people. And then like you have the well, shit, we can do whatever we want. Like. That those two interactions are cut together in the trailer in the context of him fighting these guys. Yeah. And it's like, oh, like it's you know, Eddie Brock's still trying to control this thing and he wants to, you know, protect people from Venom. But the we can do whatever we want is them literally walking into the sunset. <laughs> nah. And like that conversation isn't a horrifying moment where Eddie Brock has to come to terms with the fact that now he is in the passenger seat of his own body yeah. to this bloodthirsty alien monster. It's, hey, what gangbanger do you want to go eat for lunch now? Yeah. And it's a joke as well. You know, maybe Venom as a buddy cop can work, but when you have an audience, when you have at least me going in there expecting body horror. The, the general consensus I saw when the movie was still in theaters was that the best parts were the buddy cop aspect of Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock interacting with Venom and like that dynamic. And, yeah, and I remember I the hell out of that. I remember at one point it got released at like how much of the movie that got left on the cutting room floor was that. And everyone was just like, why, why wasn't this in the movie? And I think that hearing that they're going to probably focus on that aspect more and advertise to that. Yeah, you know. I hope so. You know, like I, I understand doing Venom without it being directly tied to Spider Man, and they're kind of trying to skip supervillain Venom and go straight into anti-hero Venom. Yeah, where it's like, oh, like I'm get that I, big Venom energy. I'm you know, yeah. <laughs> he's still doing like the. He's like, I'm still committing horrible. I'm doing horrible things, but I'm doing it to horrible people. Yeah, we're like okay, I. Yeah, okay, I'll take it, but don't try to advertise this as Venom is still the villain as well. So Yeah, and, and it'll especially be hairy if they try, because we reported on something a couple weeks ago that uh, about talks for Venom interacting with the Tom Holland MCU Spider-Man yeah. at one point, and that could get a little bit hairy, because it might turn out to be like a, instead of, okay, Spider-Man taking down Venom because he's a danger to people, it might somehow end up being almost like a Deadpool scenario with that same kind of yeah. like, okay, how do we fit him into the puzzle piece that is the family friendly MCU? Yeah. And it might like, okay, we don't like him really. His methods are a little cray cray, but sure. Why not have him on the team? Yeah. I don't, it's going to be weird again, trying to meld this into the MCU somehow, as well as trying to find a way to, recontextualize this franchise because if we're gonna go okay this is a dark comedy buddy cop monster flick cool 
But I don't know. It, it, the movie didn't land for me, like you said, Spencer. I was I was laughing for all like the wrong reasons. I feel like we're going to be reasons. having a similar discussion later about a different uh, IP. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel the same way. I think if they can restructure this to be what people really enjoyed about the first film and make it intentional this time, I think they can salvage this and make it not just like ironically like you know yeah. that bad good, but make it good good. Yeah, yeah. I, la- I at the end of the day, like even. I want it to be good even if I'm, you know, disappointed with the beginning of it, you know? Exactly. Yeah, I'm never rooting for a movie to suck, you know? Like, you know... Certain at, certain people calling us mouse fuckers. At, you know... At Dark Phoenix. <laughs> oh, I forgot to put that in the show notes. Um, during an earnings call last week, Bob Iger, like, specifically cited Dark Phoenix's horrible box office performance as tanking Disney's stock. Yes. Because Disney is like technically responsible for the shit storm that was Dark Phoenix, so you know, a little uh, shout out to uh, some pre-Travis content. Yeah, you know, I think that's how you can kind of organize the show, Spencer. Is you can have like Matt hosting for three episodes, the Dark Phoenix, like literally our Dark Phoenix saga leading up to the release of Dark Phoenix. Yeah. And then, like, the Travis era. <laughs> like, you get, like, those are the arcs of Hall of Heroes so far. I'm in era? Yeah. I'm honored. Um, But, yeah, I, I'm i excited for Andy Serkis coming on board because he's going to have a really good – that's the thing that excites me the most is, like, how he is going to handle the physicality of yeah. Venom and Carnage and any other symbiotes they may bring in. And I think they said that, like, maybe She-Venom is going to play more of a role, which, you know, cool. <laughs> I'll, I'll give Neato. it. So yeah. Moving, Moving on, on if you yeah. want. I thought you yeah. if you were gonna follow that out because I was talking no. about circus or not. So no. All right. So uh our next just... story. You started talking, Spencer. Don't do that I to me. Just, I was just gonna give some more love to my boy Andy real quick. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, our next story covers something we minorly touched on last week, a show that I have now finished. Yes. Uh, the Boys, that I can't talk in depth about because a certain someone at this table was too busy with other uh, responsibilities to actually watch it. What, you mean like Comic-Con? <laughs> yeah, you know, no big deal. Like, I understand why it didn't I was raising watched. money for sick kids, you bastard. This is way more important. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Homelander would agree with me. Probably, from what I've seen. Uh, so, show, showrunner of The Boys shares a picture from the already in progress season two. This comes to us from io9. It's not that The Boys are back in town so much as that they never really left. Amazon surprised recently by renewing The Boys, their new show about outlandish action in the world run by corporate superheroes, for a second season before the first had even aired. That's some big dick energy for you. Yes. Big Ray Park energy. <laughs> and now it seems that the second season has already started filming, or at least bloodletting. <laughs> uh, and then we see the tweet from Eric Kripke, the showrunner, with uh, four of the five members of the crew of The Boys. We are down one uh, butcher. Carl, Carl Urban. Urban. Yeah. I, I was like, I know Urban, but... K-name, K-name. Carl. Yeah. Uh, we see Frenchie, the female, Huey, and M.M. all there. And uh, Eric flipping off the camera. Notably, they are all covered in blood. <laughs> nice. 
Uh, let's see. As you can see, we're up to our old tricks, Kripke said in the images caption. The boys has a first season out now on Amazon Prime. It's a super easy. Then now I'm gonna riff on it. It's a super easy watch. It's eight episodes. It, you know, it's about eight hours of television. It's Pretty, not terrible though. I I could have done it in one day. I did it in two. Um. But yeah, the I was definitely kind of taken aback by. Yeah, we're gonna start second season production before season one airs. And I was like, ooh, I don't know about that. I want to slow your roll there, Chief. And then after watching season one, like that big dick energy is so earned. Yeah. Like it, it excels. On I'm glad every you got front. to watch a nice good yeah, show. Right. A nice palate <laughs> cleanser <laughs> from Titans. I don't know about palate cleanser. Like <laughs> this show, like I will, I will advise. Yeah. You, this is more like eating like a five course meal after like a rundown long John Silvers. <laughs> yeah. If, if you are Still okay, full, but man, was it a little nicer? <laughs> like if you, if you aren't a huge fan of gore or you are very prone to triggers on sexual assault, you might, well, might, might not want to watch this one. Okay. So maybe As skip a, the boys if that fucks with you. If, yeah. Just a fair warning. There is some fucked up shit and this is toned back. I've I've looked into the comics. I've started reading them actually, and I know the the big twist ending they haven't done yet. There's some majorly fucked up shit in those comics that they that is not in the show and has no right to be in the show. I never want to see that put to film, but <laughs> like they did a they did a good job of balancing the like fucked up thing and its real world consequences and why it matters not just shock value you know what i mean yeah like it were you don't get fucked batman you know oh but this such a shame right but i am beyond excited for season two i'm beyond excited for jared at least to watch season one so that we can talk about it spencer please also watch if you want yeah and this is it's you you guys who have been listening with us for a while know that the TV show side of the comic book world is, I don't usually go very deep into it. I think my yeah. repertoire is arrow season one and that's it. I mean, but this is a show that looks like it's, if you a got real brain picker eight hours over the course of a like, week to kill man, it is so worth it. It makes like, it not only looks like it's well produced and well acted and well written, but it, it also looks like it makes you think a good bit. And Really, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Big big shout out to Anthony Starr for fucking terrifying me. The, That's the guy who plays oh, Homelander. Homelander. Yeah, like you can ne- evil like, capitalist Superman. It he portrays so well this like he's always wearing a face, but he could snap it any second, and there he has no weakness, so he could just do whatever the fuck he wants. No one can stop him. Yeah. You know, like it's so terrifying. But yeah, really excited to see that they aren't slowing down and they yeah. aren't pulling any punches back on season two either. So it's really stuff. excited. Exciting stuff. Sorry for Better kicking the table. Kicking I'm table. sorry. I'm trying to stretch out my leg in that direction. I'm just glad that the table that's getting kicked still, like even though neither <laughs> one of us are pointed right at it, we're still kicking this table, but it doesn't yeah. have the mic on it anymore. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I can like. Donkey Flip kicked that across the room. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, what yeah. a story! This <laughs> next one. So, <laughs> so buckle up, guys. Uh, our next story. 
holy shit, I just realized we have a DC dominant week. That's what's yeah. having me on his like, baby. Wow. <laughs> How did that happen? TJ might actually listen for once. For once. Um, I'm here to rep. Yeah, we had that conversation in the hotel. It's just like, he's like, yeah, I have my DC Universe account and it gets a lot of action. I'm like, dude, I, w- I watch it on it every day. Yeah. Like, uh, so Aquaman 2 is getting, um, might be having some production woes. This is from The Wrap. Jason Momoa says he can't shoot Aquaman 2 because he got run over by a bulldozer. So, get ready. Sounds fake, but... <laughs> I promise I'm, I'm you. I'm taking a bite of the onion here. But <laughs> Jason Momoa says he can't start shooting Jason... Or Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa says he can't start shooting Aquaman 2 because he got run over by a bulldozer while protesting construction of a giant telescope on land considered sacred to native Hawaiians. Really quick, really quick. Can we point out how accurate the statement Jason Momoa shooting Jason Momoa <laughs> is to like quantify Aquaman one? Like that is what that's all they did. <laughs> that was good. You didn't misspeak. No, I didn't. I I, I, acci- I accidentally still spoke correctly. Um, funny kind of sidebar of, uh, uh, relating to Momoa. When I was working in Hot Topic. Um, <laughs> which I love that I get to say that. Um, that's just a fun sentence to say as a podcast host. When I worked at Hot that's Topic, a, um, I feel like that has to be on your resume to be a podcast host. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like r- ridiculous job that you have a treasure trove. I have not told any Hot Topic stories on the air yet. Um, this is the first one. Whenever just I got, I was working there. I started working there about maybe like a month and a half before Justice League came out. And one of the things I was really looking forward to was being able to like be there when we start getting justice league merch in um and actually when you go to my room how there's that like like thick yeah. justice league kind of horizontal poster that is like that was in one of the things for shirts <laughs> that was like on like the rounder yeah and whenever we were getting rid of the justice league stuff my manager page god bless her was like hey we don't have much to give you that is uh, Justice League related, but would you like this? And I was like, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take that off your hands. Um, but, you know, because Hot Topic also carries like wrestling stuff and she's not a comic book person. When we started getting um, the Justice League stuff in, we got in these shirts that literally was just a picture of Aquaman's face for the women's side of the store. And for obvious reasons, because he's a sexy hunk of hunk of. <laughs> And <laughs> top 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 of the line man and Paige was unboxing these when they got them in shipment and she looked at it she was like got a shitload of roman reigns t-shirts for some reason um and i wasn't there for it um but the, the next day i came in maddie the other manager was like talking about how she like Paige was convinced that jason momoa was roman reigns and that, that just became a running joke because at any time Jason Momoa came up, we would call him Roman Reigns. Anytime it was Roman Reigns, we call him Jason Momoa and Paige would get fucking annoyed by it. Um, and we all and all three of us thought both of them were incredibly attractive. So there's that. Not but incorrect. Not at all. They both of them can sit on my face. Um, Sorry, Warner Brothers. We can't shoot Aquaman 2. He wrote in an, in an Instagram post and in an Aquaman post because Jason got run over by a bulldozer trying to stop the <laughs> desecration of his native of his native land 
This is not happening. We are not letting you do this anymore. Enough is enough. Go somewhere else, was the quote from the post. And a follow-up post, uh, Momoa asked fans to support uh, Kiai for the Protect uh, Mona Kiai movement. Uh, sorry for any mispronunciations. Writing, during this time, we are trying to unite both uh, Kanaka and Hawaii-born peoples alike to protect not only the Moa... The Moana, Moana, Muna, Mauna, 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 but also our way of life and greatest natural resources in Hawaii as a whole. Moa has been protesting on the highest point on the state of Hawaii, uh, Mauna Kea, for weeks in an, in an effort to stop the major construction for the 30-meter telescope, uh, a $1.4 billion scientific project underwritten by a group of universities in California, Canada, and as well as partners in China, India, and Japan. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has also been protesting the construction of the telescope and made a surprise visit to the dormant volcano as well. So, yeah, uh, between Jason Momoa making efforts in his advocacy here and, I mean, I can't tell if he's actually saying I've been run over by a bulldozer or if he's just been injured during it. If he, were, way, if he were run over, yeah, obviously he, he wasn't run over. Yeah, not be alive. <laughs> alive. But it could be, like you're saying, it could be hyperbolic. Just like, hey, I'm out here protesting, and this is going to push production back. Yeah, or there is a legitimate. I'm out here protesting, and I twisted my ankle. Also, <laughs> I got fucked up out here. Yeah, somehow. Um, but I mean, I could also see him being the type that would like stand in front of a bulldozer like Tianmen Square style and just like that didn't happen what are you talking about <laughs> this only broadcasts in America and Scotland so we, <laughs> so we're not going to get in any trouble we're never going to broadcast in China now though no, like, we're no. never we're, ever we're, going to be especially not when I mention Winnie the Pooh what? Yeah. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh? there's a there's a string of text you didn't know this? No. Oh my god. Travis is going to take you on a journey right now. <laughs> I don't know all of the story. All I know is there's a line of text of Chinese characters that mentions Winnie the Pooh in it and Tiananmen Square that if you post it in a game server while you're gaming with Chinese uh, natives, not natives, but like people who are yeah. gaming out of China, they will get booted immediately off their internet. <laughs> so the reason for it it, for the Winnie the Pooh thing is that there was like people who were um, kind of like on like the Chinese dark web, but like, yeah. sorry for kicking you, Travis. Um, but, My like, leg is broken. <laughs> <laughs> but, like the Chinese dark web of basically like, oh, hey, these evil, like, you know, um, dictators, fuck these guys. Um, but people started comparing the Chinese president to Winnie the Pooh. Was it the they, Chinese president? It was, yeah. Okay, because I thought I saw a similar story about some about the president of Taiwan, but maybe. I think it was a Chinese president. Who they were is like the president of China. It's not Xi Jinping is Japan, right? Or You're sure, asking the wrong guy. Sure ain't Mao, not anymore. Okay, well my phone's Here dead, we so we're gonna Chinese find out. Prez. Chinese Chinese just... Chinese POTUS. <laughs> POTUS. <laughs> <laughs> I think the word you're looking for is Russian. It is. Travis is on a roll. Jesus Christ. Who did you say? Uh, Xi Jinping? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Xi Jinping. China. That's China. It is Ping. Yeah. It, is it Xi Jinping? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I, I just know oh. Xi, President Xi. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was right. 
Um, I started to second guess myself, but no, nice. like people were like comparing him because he's a shorter, tubbier man, <laughs> and started like comparing him to, to Winnie, Winnie the, the Pooh. Pooh. So they blacklisted any and all things Winnie and Pooh in China. It's kind of like, do you guys? I only heard about this, but apparently on like Android phones or something, there used to be this thing of weird computer science characters that if you texted it to somebody, it immediately shut their phone off. Like it would no just way. like shut their phone down. I don't know. If I this feel is like I might have heard about this, but I never actually like looked I mean, into it. I mean, I heard it from somebody that I trust, and that was like, oh my gosh, we used to do this all the time. But that's what that made me think of with the Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, Tiananmen Square. I think the- I have the. I think I have the text box like in my phone somewhere for the, uh, <laughs> the Chinese thing. Because <laughs> if you ever getting your ass kicked online, yeah, like and you playing, can tell where someone's if from. You play League of Legends, and the guy speaking t- Chinese just post that in the chat. They're kicked immediately. Nice <laughs> server shutdown. It's a nice little uh, nuclear deterrent. Oh, they'll. I mean, they'll probably figure it out. <laughs> they'd be like, "What's Tiananmen? That's interesting. What's, what's Tiananmen Square? What's going um, on?" Anywho, Jason Momoa. Yeah, uh, I. I mean, it, it's it a worthy could, cause. Yeah, like, it, it yeah. is, and that's something that I totally like. I get the, the stars thing, but you've got several telescopes already in Hawaii. Yeah, like. Just Find someplace else in a not sacred area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm. To- I, I totally agree with Mo on this. Keep doing one, what yeah. you're doing, Jason, and we hope that and I support. I, I can wait for Aquaman, Aquaman too. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> yeah. This is a Hall of Heroes sanctioned protest. <laughs> Wave them banners, boys. Yeah. Though those two statements are going to get clipped, and we are going to be slandered after that. That something ter- terrible will happen. Someone will just be yeah, like, "This is a Hall of Heroes sanctioned protest." <laughs> Wave those banners, boys! Cap. Oh man. Oh End right. Quote. End quote. So next up, we've got Titans. Oh fuck me! So, Season two so on the heels next month, man. On the heels of Travis's rage rant about season one. We have this doozy of a trailer. I'm I'm pretty sure this is the trailer they played at San Diego Comic Con. It just didn't get publicly released till last week. Yeah. Okay. Um, because I'd seen shots of the the shots of Deathstroke. Go ahead and play the trailer. All right. Here you go, friends. Stop as you need us to. So you made the news. I'll just cover it all. We're old Titans, friends. New ones too. Titans are back, bitches! (laughs) Jason. There are no sidekicks in Titans. We're partners. We have. Oh, they're Titans back. now. This is the new Titans. Since when? Crypto. So what are we? Titans 2.0. Titans: The Next Generation. Ah, funny. Star Trek joke. Best part. Best part. No way. What? Stroke. <laughs> I got a lot to say. I was saying right before we started that like my favorite part of that whole trailer is them like the meta commentary of like any like teenage DC fan who like and like I, I before I make fun of this specific type of fan of comic books we we were. we were all this fan in our very beginning. <laughs> yes. That, like, if you knew, like, one thing that wasn't, like, general knowledge in the zeitgeist of pop culture, that 
you would make an obnoxiously big deal about it when you noticed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially early on. In I'm not ashamed. The MCU releases. Yes. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Like, like when Iron Man 2 happened and Coulson was like with the shield that kind of looks like Captain America. Yeah. And they like use it to to like lift up the cyclotron a little bit. Yeah. So, and, and all the depends. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Or like Hawkeye showing up in Thor, like yeah. stupid yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Or like my favorite is um, oh what was it? Which movie was it? Um, just like offhandedly mentioning vibranium in right. like Cap and uh, Ultron. Yeah, to just be like, what kind of blood are confirmed? And like that that kind of thing. So that like whenever this trailer ends and the fact that it's like low-key pandering to that kind of fan that like and almost narrating the conversation they're having with their friend of no way deathstroke the (laughs) only part of that that, like is calling him deathstroke is the only thing they have on because like most people know him as Slade yeah from the cartoon because they couldn't use the name Deathstroke. And they still call him Slate so much on Arrow, too. So because it's a, well, they're calling him by his name. Yeah. You know. That, and that happens in the comics, too. Like, it's not that it's calling him Slate is wrong. It's just that uh, most people don't realize that he has a, a villain name other than Slade. Yeah. You know? Mm. But where, where do I – I know where I start. Your old Titans friends. Excuse me, bitch. <laughs> what do you mean, old Titans friends? Was that Bruce Wayne? That was Bruce okay. Wayne. That was them in Wayne Manor. What do you mean, old? So the Titans existed, and we don't hear because you see one shot of Robin working with Hawk and Dove pre the events of the show. Yeah, in season one, clearly because he hasn't scorched his costume. The- yet. Um, but like this is before, like back when he's still Robin with yeah. Bruce, or maybe like right after he's left Bruce, and they. So he joins the Titan. Like if the Titans are a thing, then that means he left Bruce, made like formed the Titans, which we see was in this iteration. The assumed original members are Robin, Hawk and Dove, Aqualad, Wonder Girl. Yeah, because we see like a truth of lasso type. Yeah, and it's well, it's the used. actress that played yeah. Donna Troy. Yeah, just I in a costume. Yeah. Um, and assumedly the other person there is Aqualad. Um, we see them in some fight scenes, but referring to them as the old Titans means that they operated as the Titans pre season one Titans. So why then do we never get any mention of them? Like. It also implies a much an even greater length of time between Dick leaving Bruce and us meeting Dick in Detroit. Yeah. So he left Bruce to be less violent, somehow made it worse with the <laughs> Titans, disbanded the Titans, then went on to be a detective in Detroit. It just makes no fucking sense. Like, part of me's hoping. Like, I am hopeful seeing yeah. this, right? Because they, they're like, Titans were a thing. And now we have the new Titans, and it's this new gang, and it's the gang that we that most people know from the cartoon. Yeah. It's the new Teen Titans, right? 
and the whole her, team minus cyborg basically yeah who is and in patrol yeah yeah which i still haven't that's a different discussion <laughs> um the, the what i hope is that they just completely disregard season 1 like i don't care if they retcon things i don't care if they pretend shit never happened if they can make a workable show that references none of that old shit, I'm perfectly okay with it. And the reason I think they're going to do that is because the shots of Robin, not Robin, Raven, other bird, <laughs> that we get, she has the jewel in her head that holds Trigon. Yeah. Right? She has that in these trailers, meaning somehow they must solve Trigon, because if Slade's going to be the main villain of this season... Because they end the first season on the cliffhanger of How are they going to do it? Like, Trigon is at the height of his power. He's now controlling Dick Grayson. They uh, Starfire and Wonder Girl can't get anywhere near them. And Raven has no idea what the fuck to do. And Gar is basically dead on the floor. So, how do you go from that to them having captured Trigon in enough time to make Slade your lead villain? Not what? only that, and like just from what you had said before, it sounded like... <laughs> No arc, no character arcs really happened where it was just like the constant cycle of... Yeah, the cycle that now doesn't make sense because he should have solved that with the Titans. But you were saying it was like, you know, Dick's like, oh, I've become too violent right. because Bruce has rubbed off on me. I want to stop being violent. No killing. Commits a murder. I want to stop being violent. Right. Repeat. Yeah. And that that arc basically puts everybody through the same cyclical nonsense... That nobody has developed at all from the way you described it. And the, now we're introducing Crypto, Superboy, Donna Troy is like an actual team member, presumably, is how it looks like. Yeah. Um, it looked like Hawk and Dove are on the team permanently now as well. well I, like, it I looks think, like they're going to be on, more present at least. I think those are – a lot of their action scenes are like – Back when the original version of the Titans. Okay. Because where, where they leave off, right? So it, in episode, I want to say two, two or three, Dove gets put in the hospital. Okay. And we leave them there. And then they go on a Raven-filled vision quest that where Dove wakes up, says, you know, she wakes up, gets off her life supports, and they have, you know, assumedly she still lives, right? Yeah. And it's like, we need to go find Jason Todd. Cut to black. Next episode. Next episode season ends. That's... Oh. Yeah. We need to go find Jason Todd as the last real real line we get from either of them, and we don't see them again, with the exception of in Robin's is it Trigon Fueled Vision Quest. Is it implied that, like, that we need to find Jason Todd is the... Like, she's seen... Like the death in the family storyline, not even close. Jason Todd isn't even in the because that whole episode is flashback is like their origin. Yeah, how she how they both lose a family member at the same at the same exact accident, and how they reconcile together and they become a couple, and then they start crime fighting, and then in the middle of the because it's like her, Dove remembering it while she's on life support. And in the middle of that, you have Raven like shouting to them in different reflection reflective surfaces and finally dove realizes she's being called to and wakes up so at no point do they even mention robin or jason todd or joker or joker 
or any of that. So that has to get rectified. But this is so messy. I don't understand. I mean, again, they they could pull uh, the the Trigon thing is the big sticking point for me though. But you keep like, like there's you're gonna solve literal Satan in a, in an episode probably in an episode coming back like. That's a that's a tall order. I mean, especially when you end the episode on like Dick has become like Trigon's host. Essentially. That's a lot. That's a lot to deal with. Um But oh boy. Cause like how do you do that? I don't Because uh, you said there's like like it because like vision you said that he has that vision. He has the vision quest of killing Batman. Yeah, like the season finale is like him like going nuts and murdering Bruce. Giving in to his darkness. Yeah, yeah. You know, that edginess. Like, you know, hey, yeah. he, he can replace me at Hot Topic. Um, but, like, it, it just ends with Trigon possessing Dick, yeah. right? Yeah. Like that's just the end of the season. It's like, cut, oh shit, Trigon's cut the black credits Dick. roll. The credit scene was Superboy and Crypto. Okay. Yeah. Now, are we gonna get like? That's a lot. That's so much they have to wrap up, and then go into fighting Slade, who should have been the lead villain of season one. It would have made way more sense. Yeah. You know? Or like, at the very least, do the entire Trigon arc in the first season. And, like, do the arc of, like, Dick learning to be a leader, learning to have a softer touch than Bruce, helping And this trailer implies Starfire. that he should have already had that before we see him in this show. Yeah. And like, that's my biggest issue right Yeah, now. you have Star learn, you know... You may be an alien, but you're just as you know, just as much of a person as the rest of us, and we love you. Same with regardless. The same arc with Raven. You know, I heard you just say regardless. uh, Regardless, he's an alien. You know, he's green. (laughs) She's an alien, and he's an orphan. Like you fit in fine here. Yeah, you know, and like doing the arc of like Raven squaring her. You know, literal inner demons. Yeah, like I, I may literally come from comic book Satan, but that doesn't mean that I'm preordained to be a monster like Trigon. That, like, if you have that first season, like, do all those arcs somehow because you can't possibly conquer them. But no, we're at the very least start them. Like, and I'm not saying like within one season we should have have, like we should have Dick be a full fledged Nightwing. Starfire be a full-fledged superhero, Raven be a full-fledged superhero, Gar be a full-fledged superhero, but at the very least, get them past their starting point. And then from what I've heard from you and others is that they don't get past that starting point in this first season. And that, like, the pilot, like, where they're at at the pilot is essentially where they're at by the season finale. The only exception to that is Beast Boy. And it's, like, again, he doesn't, he has his, like, moment, his brief, like, start of an arc and then he's just the the plot device to like cause raven to bring trigon back because he he can only turn into a tiger what <laughs> happy international tiger day yeah it's it's money reasons but in the show the, they're saying that he doesn't understand the full scope of his powers yet which is fair enough yeah um and in their raid of the asylum he murders a man like he just like eats his fucking chest 
You said that. Yeah, I remember your very ironic tweet about it. Like, happy yeah. International Cat Day. Here's Beast Boy committing a fucking murder. And it's um, him, because, like, he's saying, I don't have full control when I'm in my animal state, and I don't know how to rectify what I did because it was awful, and that's a cool place to start. And then he's unconscious for two episodes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it how many episodes is Titans? Eleven. Should have been eleven 12. episodes. It's eleven and should have been twelve. Okay. So that is so that that's a lot to do. It was like exactly. you said, like she has like she has the stone that holds Trigon. Because like presumably this episode they start on is will be the episode that should have been the finale of season one. I, unless they, you said they dropped an episode, right? Yeah. Unless they just scrub, they were like, "This isn't good," which they should have said for the whole season. <laughs> Scrap that. Like, yeah, why? Control alt delete the whole fucking why thing. Why wasn't the opening show for DC Universe Doom Patrol? Straight up. Like, I, I'll i admit, for, personally, it feels like a slog watching it. It feels slow. And that's a personal thing, but it is entertaining. Yeah. It's well written. It's fun. And it doesn't need Titans to exist to work because it takes place in 1996. Presumably before Titans. Yeah. So, but Titans could also be in the 90s. Like we were talking about that before. Yeah, we. I had the realization that we never see anyone besides Robin actually use a cell phone. That I yeah. can remember. But it could also feasibly just be like bat tech. Wayne tech shit. Yeah. And I the, I, the realization that there's a, there is a time gap. Because Beast Boy isn't with the Doom Patrol. Yeah. So... Why didn't they just do Doom Patrol, maybe introduce Beast Boy, and then go into Titans after they've reworked the script to be something proper? Yeah. You know? So. I I will say, I like the direction they went with Deathstroke's costume. Yeah, it looked really nice. It, it looks old school, like the silver scales from yeah. the, the torso. I like that. I dig it. We also got super excited about... Uh... Robin's costume and look where we ended up. <laughs> I I will admit when he becomes Nightwing, I I completely understand if they go the more modern, you know, black with a blue symbol Nightwing costume, but man, if they give me that 1984 first If they costume, give him a disco collar, this show I'll scream. I'll scream. I will get so a happy. back tattoo of 1980s Nightwing if they put that in the show. That's, and I said that on the air. Y'all can fact check me. I'll get a huge ass back tattoo of that. Um, but yeah, that's our Titans that's, talk. Is there anything else in here for today? I think that might be no, that's it. it. That's it. Well, because we can't properly review the boys. Not yet. Not yet. We'll be able to do that as a um, discussion topic or an episode. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But uh, what are we looking at time wise for the show? Uh, let's see. We are at. 58 minutes. 58 minutes? Not bad. It's going to come in a little under par. Yeah, a little under par. That's okay. We'll let you guys out of class a little early today. (laughs) Yeah, which you know what that means. There's going to be in about uh, 15 minutes a massive news dump for both Marvel and DC. Yep. Um, Oh, uh, also we can review Batman Hush next week because it literally drops on DC Universe fucking tomorrow. Yeah. I almost bought it on Blu-ray. The other day, like pre getting my paycheck, and I was like, "No, no, I need to wait." Yeah, that might be a that might be a you and me episode. 
Because I know this idiot's got to pack and leave us soon. And you'll be back to... I, I just realized this is your last episode recording in the in person. This is yep. my last for a little bit episode, and we're going to have to figure out what the hell to do now. But <laughs> that's okay. I'll, I'll tell you where I'm not sitting. This seat. I <laughs> like that one. When we did the... Uh, the Oh, no, the chair isn't the problem. Oh, it's just like the, the finagling we had to do with the boom arm oh, yeah. for, you know, we're gonna have 45 to minutes. Figure out... Yeah, it was, it was not a, our best day tech wise it took no. us like 40 minutes to fi- several to, false to starts get through the, the sound check and figure out why the computer wasn't talking to us <laughs> because the volume the was on zero dummy <laughs> i know but there's so many little you, knobs yeah I know, no i like there's i'm not so blaming you at all them. i would have done yeah, the we same gotta, like thing. write down like like leave me a fucking piece of paper <laughs> i would <was, laughs> We'll draw out the board and just label everybody. Yeah. Before I go, Joel and I will have a long chat and like from top to bottom, yeah. segmented by topic, we will tell you exactly what needs to happen to get this show up and yeah, running. Like starting, yeah, us. yeah, like getting the short show set up, how to record a Skype or Discord call. I'm very technologically illiterate. I, For those of you That's at true. home, I am not good with like computers and stuff. I am very like... You start throw it like the the most. I I can make a PowerPoint and I can write a document, <laughs> and at that point I'm happy with what I've done. I don't. I I will hear people get into the most rudimentary of like beyond the very basic, and my brain shuts down. I'm not wired for that kind of thing, and I feel very much like a dunce. But it is what it is. So with that, well, you're getting. Yeah, itchy trigger finger over here. We gotta do the we gotta do the plugs. We gotta do. All I know. That I, shit. I was I was just reaching over to the computer to make sure that to throw it across the that, room uh, <laughs> to make sure that our outro music is prepared. Better be. That's um, right. It's a good one. one yeah, of, one of my own cho- choosing today. A little bit different style than I'm sure you're used to, but hopefully yeah. you like it. A lot of the time, if we don't request a song, TJ will put in a song. And it's just kind of, and it's normally cut from like the same cloth of like a, you know, um, like like a rock metal type sound. And then, well, this ain't that. If it's <laughs> if it's something different than that, it's probably either chosen by one of us or I was feeling like an hour last night kind of mood. Yeah, like uh, the one episode back in what late April or May when TJ was like, "Yo, what song do you want in the outro?" And I was listening to Pink Floyd that day. Yeah, so I was like, "Let's put in time." Yeah, I remember that. And the that. outro was like six minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite was um, there was one week there was two different versions of Old Town Road. Oh, <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but like the first show was like the most recent remix that had um Young Thug and the Walmart Yodel Kid on it. <laughs> Not a fucking joke. Um, and then the Dude. other one was the Hour Last Night heavy metal cover of it. The Yodel Kid remix is my fave. You need to pull that up right now. I'm before pulling we do it anything. up. Hopefully, I find the right one. God, that kid, that that meme gives me so much nostalgia. Life was simpler when the Yodel Kid Walmart Yodel Kid meme was a thing. Hopefully, this is the right one. We're about to find out. Yeah. Oh, this is it. Bumping. 
E-Bombs. The funny thing is, is that this is like a good remix, too. Right? It's bumping. I'm just going to kind of let that mellow in the background yeah. for a minute. So, Travis, are yep. we all done? I think we're done. done? I think right. that's the show. You got to plug the network. Yeah, plug plug the network. Yeah. Well, or we do that last. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Where can the Where lovely people find you? Uh, on Twitter, at Travis Political. And I guess on Instagram now, at Grossman Travis. So, yeah. Can this please, like... <laughs> be like the plug music from now on <laughs> Jesus Christ it's, it's hard just, to focus and talk while this is playing when, I, when I'm at school and my housing group the, the Tri-Rose when we have an IM volleyball game occasionally we'll all roll into this this is your walkout this music is, no this is our walk yeah like as we're like rolling up to the court just like jamming this either that or Scatman if you've ever heard Scatman Scatman <laughs> It's good. Fuck Scatman. <laughs> remind me remind me next week Scatman will be our outro music next week. I will make a note of it. Because it's an experience. But even more so, once you've listened to Scatman, somebody in my Rose chat, because like it's it's a big thing with us. We just think yeah. it's so funny. Somebody threw out there like listening to the intro to Scatman on like 0.25 speed is a completely different experience. Okay, now I'm tempted to just do it. Just do okay, it. We okay. have time. All right. We, we, we <laughs> this is how we get this. two hour shows. <laughs> Scat man. What was I think the Titans episode was um the the last Titans episode. We were like, yeah, we have time. Just go off, and it ended up being an hour and a half show. Oh, this! Is this on normal speed? This yeah, is normal. I'm a scat man. I've never actually heard the whole song. This is so good. If we ever do a like we were talking about at uh, Purgatory about like live shows for like trivia Iron Man matches, this needs to be your walkout music. <laughs> the funny thing was though that like my housing group hosts a dance every February. Yeah. And we all have like jobs because we run the whole dance, so we got like guys on security, guys on food, guys on the floor, guys at the bathroom. Like we got everybody everywhere. But like five, like the fifth to last song we played in the whole night was Scatman, and it was crazy just to watch, like, all of the rows swarming from all around, like, the building to the dance floor. There you go. Like, the only song that we were all dancing to was the freaking Scatman. Okay, now let's see if this works, because I saw it in a Twitter video that somebody linked to... This is how I watch the Titans trailer, because it's, like, really quick cut and 50 seconds long. All right, here we go. Hopefully this works, and if it is, you guys are going to piss your pants. You know, you know cursed images. This is a cursed sound file now. Thank you. This is just one of Trump's speeches. Because, like, when you're listening to that at regular speed, it's like. 
Okay, we gotta go back. We got okay, quiet on set. <laughs> I don't know what I'm laughing at more that or that. Reporting <laughs> a Jared, by the way. <laughs> ow, ow, I'm That's actually so physically right? pain right now. It's so good. I'm, oh, for those of you at home who can't see, I have like, my, I'm sobbing. I'm laughing so hard. Oh, it's so good. Scott. <laughs> 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 Does this make the the four hour episode of Deep Back where you're just reading all the time? Stop. <laughs> we gotta. <laughs> And oh God! There you have it. Oh my God! I, we, we hope you have enjoyed this as much as we have. I think I watched it like eight times in a row when it was first sent out. And this tweet, like legit, said, "Listening to Scatman on point two five speed is a, is an experience." Uh, and they weren't truly, wrong. It truly is. I'm, I'm, I have a morbid curiosity to see how that sounds in like super speed. No. <laughs> It is not too late. I'm saying it. Here we go once once again. Oh God! Extra quick distance. Here I go. Again. Okay, so this is normal speed. It doesn't sound right now. I'm a scat. It doesn't sound right anymore. It's too fast. Okay, here we go on times two speed. It's gonna be over before we know it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's not, not funny. as good. It's, it's not, not as good. Really Can I get the whole thing again? But he says, "I'm the Scat Man." In times, in, in times, times two speed. speed. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. I'm Scat Man. <laughs> I'm Scat Man. <laughs> I'm Scat Man. <laughs> oh. Oh, we need every version of this on the soundboard primed and ready to I go. Need, I need a version that's the point two five for the actual I'm scat scatting. Man. For the actual scatting, and then yeah. I'm the scat man. I'm the scat man. There we go. I'm the scat man. That's it. Oh, we gotta like let it go through like the actual part where he's throwing down some some verses here. Wow. Way, way to go, Scatman John. All right. Okay. Jared. Spencer, where can the lovely people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Spenceman Cosplays. Check out the cool photo shoot images that Jared and I took of my new Superman outfit. Really glad to finally bring that to you guys. So check it out. Drop a like. Yeah. Um, 
Share it around. Share it around. Send it to your grandmother. Grandma especially. She'll just think it's so classy. Yeah. I'm just slowly putting together the Clark Kent. What a nice young man. He once brought me my milk from the front porch. That was in the old days when they delivered it every morning. (laughs) Thanks, Grandma. And we had a functioning economy where I could buy a house. (laughs) I don't turn off. <laughs> <laughs> you never, you're never like this on the air, though, which is the funny part. Um, uh, Jared, where can they find you? You guys can find me on dark at Dark Jedi twenty five fifty two on uh, Twitter and Instagram. I'm not. I'm, unfortunately, I'm not the Scat Man. <laughs> um, <laughs> you <laughs> uh, be sure to Ain't like no Scat Man, but the Scat Man. No. Um, uh, be sure to follow and like uh, Dewback Discussion on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Be sure to check out the other shows in the network. Uh, Dewback Discussion, the Star Wars show, which we told a handful of other Comic-Con stories. So listen to it. For the very least, The Slice of Life from Dewback Discussion. Um, uh, don't listen to Gordon more. Uh, check out Wicked Wednesday, because <laughs> Tisa doesn't deserve any hate. Um, check out Jerk the Curtain. And uh, how the I said how got the, him. I said how the dabbit hole got him. How the dabbit hole? I like uh, it. Down the, I like it. Down the rabbit hole. Listen to down the rabbit hole with uh, TJ and McStrawn. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> we love you three thousand, and be sure to tune. Fuck that wrong order. Um, be sure to tune <laughs> in at the same bat time at the same bat channel. We love you guys three thousand. I have heard among this clan You are called a forgotten man Is that what they're saying? Well, did you ever? What a swell party this is And have you heard the story of A boy, a girl, unrequited love Sounds like pure soap opera I may cry Tune in tomorrow What a swell party this is What frails, what frocks, what broads, what furs, what rocks. They're beautiful. Why, I've never seen such gaiety. Neither did I. It's all just too, too excuse, really. This French champagne. Domestic. So good for the brain. That's what I was going to say. You know, you're a brilliant fellow. Thank you. Drink up, Jack. Uh, Please don't eat that glass, my friend. Have you heard about dear Blanche? Got run down by an avalanche. No. Don't worry, she's a game girl, you know. Got up and finished for. Kids got guts. Having a nice time? Grab a line. Have you heard that Mimsy star? Oh, what now? She got pinched in the Astor bar. Sauced again, eh? She was stoned. Well, did you ever? Never. What a swell party this is. I'm gonna have a drink. I may have a bit of the bubbly myself. It's great. Oh, it's great. It's grand. So grand. It's Wonderland. La 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 la
Ba-ba-bum. Don't dig that kind of crooning, chum. You must be one of the newer fellas. Have you heard it's in the stars? Next July we collide with Mars. Well, did you ever? What a swell party, a swell party, a swell again. Let's drink to your wealth. You're my bon ami. Hey, that's French. A liberty fraternity. Have you heard it's in the stars? Next July we collide with Mars. Well, did you ever? What a swell party. 